Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! Oh, LeBron James with no regard for human rights! Final seconds. Bryant for the win. Iverson against Gill. The crowd on its feet. Allen for the win! Welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast. Greetings, Earthlings. Welcome to another episode of the Intergalactic Sneaker History Podcast. I am the Ying. Mike is my Yang. He is the Nike. I am the tri- the trifoil. He is the swoosh. <laughs> I am the trifoil. How you doing, my man? I'm good, man. That was a fantastic intro. I feel good now that aliens listen to us. Of it. Maybe I'm describing the plot of Tim Allen's Galaxy Quest. Maybe I'm not. Um, Great movie. Thanks for being here, though. If you're, uh, yeah, it's a fantastic movie. If you're a new listener, make sure you subscribe, leave a review. Whatever you can do to interact with this episode is much, much appreciated. And we're going to start this episode off with one of our one of our mainstays in the Sneaker History Podcast, the Rockin' and Coppin'. Mike, why don't you show the people what you have rockin' first? Because it's kind of out of this world. This made me think, <laughs> you know, your shoes got me thinking. Yeah, dude. So I'll be rocking the Cold Wall and Converse collaboration on the... Oh, geez, the Sponge CX Crater Slip, which is their, I guess, their take or their jump into the foray of the foam sneaker craze out here. So for all you Croc or Yeezy foam runner lovers, this may be right up your alley. Um, I like this one a bit more because it does include a knitted booty. It gives you a little bit more structure, a little bit more wearability, along with, of course, Converse's uh, CX Phone, which is a polyurethane insole, so it gives you more comfort than I think a lot of those other um, foam shoes. And I mean, like like Robbie said, it's really out of this world. It looks like it straight up came from the moon, man. Super dope. I like a nice booty too. Oh no, wait, you said knit booty, <laughs> right? Oh my bad. Like, oops. <laughs> oops, I did it again. Um, very very cool shoe though. Uh, that CX foam is extremely comfortable. Mm-hmm. If you haven't tried it yet. Many of Converse's models feature that. Just keep an eye open when you're ordering. So comfortable. For sure, man. For sure. Shoot. So I guess what I'm when I'm when I'm copping is next, and what I'll go with is actually one from the the Reebok family who sent this over today. So thank you, thank you to the team. And this is actually going to be a question releasing on the 22nd. So probably by the time you hear it, they're already out. Uh, but this one is actually paying homage to Dr. J, which you can see that nice number six on the back of the sneaker, replacing the normal three. And, I mean, if you're wondering, you don't have to wonder anymore. The leather is fantastic, better than anything you're getting on those more expensive shoes out there. So keep on this. I think they're 150 160 but my goodness, look, look at that. Oh, my. Like, it's like I'm doing a review already. Very, very clean shoes. I would even say more expensive just compared to other shoes in general. True. Those look buttery. Man, that's such a gorgeous... 
the second I saw those, something about the red only being on the back and the white toe cap is just uh, extremely, extremely clean. And yeah. uh, did you say who they pay homage to? Yeah, yeah. The good old Dr. J, a.k.a. Julius Irving. Um, not something they can really tell the story with on their marketing because Dr. J is with Converse. But I can tell you the story because that's what I'm here for. That's what we're here for, sneaker history. So it is a it is a uh, basically an homage to a Philly legend because you all know, you know, with the Philly connection between AI and Dr. J, it just makes sense, right? So I think it's done very it well. Does. Very, very, very nice shoe. The Sixer fraternity, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, and I'll actually take your question and I'll use that as my rockin' because um, – Based off of some things, we're, you know, we're talking about this whole episode. It's really a mix between Allen Iverson and Kobe Bryant. So um, I thought about that when I went shopping a little bit earlier, and I rocked these beauties. And, I mean, the Kobe question, for the same reasons as the Julius Irving really can't tell that story the same way. But, you know, Kobe wore these during sneaker-free agency. The yellow toe cap is gorgeous. I put a little scuff on it already, but... Hey, that's, that's a little okay. love on it. It's okay. Uh, but as you were a little love, man, a little dirt. Um uh, such a gorgeous shoe. The leather oh, got stuck to my mic. Uh <laughs> the leather is also buttery. Um this great, great quality with these questions, man. Um not all of them are the most, you know, fascinating quality. I won't even say bad, because I really haven't had a bad question in terms yeah. of materials. But you know, sometimes you know they use this like toe box material around the mud guard and i'm not so much a fan of that i like mm-hmm. more leather construction with either a leather suede or pearlized toe um yeah but god looks good looks so good Fantastic um, and actually my my rocking uh is actually not something you probably think but uh as my shirt would entail um i think bought these weird ass adidas like greco-roman sandal slide so um i ride my bike to the pool um almost every weekday and i have these nike ones i use all the time and they're great but um you know i don't care because i'm just going to work out i wear them with like all different kinds of branded shorts and t-shirts because i just need to get my clothes off get in the pool get out and not wear socks there really um so i was looking for something similar um with a little more support than like what i'm wearing Right now, it's like my house shoe. Riding a bike in these, you know, you get two, you know, flips around too much, flops around. So um, I wanted something a little bit with more um, protection. So I got hey, these. We'll see how they go. I literally just got them like an hour ago. Um, they're fun. They're yeah, they, uh, they're fun. I want the Pharrell pair he had. Nothing that cool. A while back, the same concept, but his had like some of the like the thicker like leather straps around the ankle and the, and mm-hmm. the toe and it, of course yes. it, the boost in it and it had all the multicolor. So if I could find a pair of those for a good price, like sub a hundred bucks, I think I might snag them because uh, you can never, you never kind of a, you know, bad time to grab a sandal. I mean, you never know when you need it. No. And what's funny about that is I have like, I have the white Stussy ones worn, mm-hmm. but I have a green and a black pair of Stussy slides by Nike. Just like on ice. I have somebody's like slides. But these, again, these will get a lot of wear. These will get messed up and destroyed. Um, Function. By the end of summer, probably. I'm excited for. Nice. Um, and when it comes to, you know, cop and else, so that's just one thing. It's not really sneakerhead related, right? Your your grandma would probably wear those. 
Um, what I'm really interested in is another Allen Iverson. Let's just keep it all Reebok. It's the 1997 classic. Ying and Yang kind of is like the theme of this episode. If you're wearing a Nike <laughs> swoosh and I'm wearing a trifoil Adidas logo, but my brain started to spin that way because um, the answer in 1997 is celebrating its 25th anniversary with the original OG white, red, and gold colorway dropping. Yeah. And it's the yang to the question. Mm -hmm. Answers and questions are kind of yin and yang by nature. But, you know, Reebok's whole thing was releasing, you know, the answer line and the question line, both for Allen Iverson. And what is really important about that and special is the fact that it took Michael Jordan, I think, one year after that to start releasing his Team Jordan stuff. I believe 98 was the first time mm -hmm. there was Team Jordans because um, it was um, – no, it might have been 97 because it's based off around, oh, my historians are going to be like, this guy doesn't know anything about shoes. Um, but so I didn't research this again. I was just, yeah, right. Yeah, right off the top of my head, it's 97 or 98 for Team Jordan. But um, starting having two shoes. But Allen Iverson and Reebok started that right away. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even like a high and a low top offering. It's like a question and an answer. Two completely different you know, makeups, two completely different looks, styles. Um, this really ahead of its time, but and none of us really think of that when it comes to Allen Iverson's line. You think of how good it is, but really it pioneered a two shoe model, like from the jump. Yeah. I mean, he really is like you say set the groundwork because now you look at like LeBron with his, you know, main line, and you have uh soldiers, you know, Kyrie's fly traps, so on and so forth. I mean I give AI a lot of credit for a lot of things he's done that people don't realize he was kind of like the, the, the groundwork or the blueprint for. Yeah. But you know, the OG answer one, you know, 97 to now again, this 25 years, mm -hmm. it's a very topical shoe, you know, big, clunky, chunky, um, exaggerated. A lot of things about this are just things that work. Right. Cause yeah. I think nowadays, um, you know, everybody loves the resale market, but I think a lot of consumers want something that they genuinely just like. That's why we see so many, right? The Fila disruptors or saw so many Fila disruptors, yeah. you know, and saw, see these shoes that aren't Nike Dunks is what I'm yeah. ultimately getting to the root more to. Panda dunks. And I think the answer is no, but just like the answer is, is something I could see somebody shopping at American Apparel from like age you know, 15 to 22, yeah. um, who just doesn't want to have a swoosh on and likes Reebok. And maybe they see a cute, you know, throwback looking Reebok hat or, uh, you know, yeah. something to go with. I can just see this working on levels in 2022. So she's perfect. Uh, very excited to see those come. Um, I believe the date was what, uh, June 29th for Ju release. July 29th. Yeah. So they're coming out July yeah, 29th. Duh. Um, June already happened. I knew that. <laughs> yeah, the time machine. It's okay. Uh, man, I'm, I'm just really chomping at the bit for these. That's one I, I can say one Iverson I've never had, and I really, really want it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really just kind of, as soon as I get my hands on it, they're going to be the shoe for the rest of the summer. I guarantee you that much. Can we be honest? I never liked them until really? probably about two or three years ago. I didn't really have an appreciation for them. And once I did appreciate them, I didn't want, I think the black colorway was the one that was available at that time, maybe th four black years gold. ago now. 
Yeah. yeah. I didn't like that. This I don't like black sneakers and basketball shoes the same way like a clean pair of white and reds look. I'm with so, you. Uh, they're not bad, but this like, you know, white especially on a basketball court because you know, it stands out on the hardwood mm-hmm. and you know, when you would wear the answers back in 97 you would be legitimately hooping them. They're, they weren't a retro. That's like your yeah. offering. So like pulling up in white leather on the basketball court outside looks so fresh. But nowadays in 2022, you're just going to wear these on like, you know, the sidewalk with your kids or something. And it, it just looks better than black leather. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not Nothing at all wrong with it. Know. It just looks a little summertime fresher. Yeah. I'm right there with you, bud. Now, uh, again, the flip-flop, yin and yang nature of this episode Let's go ahead and pivot to Alan's contemporary, his brother, his rival, um, you know, a man that once said if Alan Iverson was like six inches taller, we'd all be in a lot of trouble. I forgot what the exact <laughs> quote was. Kobe was just it like, was like if he was taller, like we, we, we would all be screwed. Um, <laughs> and that's what Alan Iverson really was. And that's what Kobe ended up being, right? This mm-hmm. blessed with the right genetic makeup to be. Six six, and I think Kobe was six seven. Uh, MJ is six six, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Um, but just the two being drafted the same year, Allen going first. I believe Kobe went what thirteenth overall. Yeah, uh, Charlotte Hornets. We all we all know the story part. But <laughs> both athletes, Kobe a little slower than Allen, mm-hmm. got signature shoes from their respective brands. Quickly, they quickly became the faces. And um, we bring this all up because. This week, Adidas retroed very quietly on the confirmed app an Adidas shoe. I'll let Mike go ahead and say more, but got us thinking well, a little bit. Well, I'm so I am thoroughly, thoroughly confused. So I've seen so many different things going on with Adidas and, and Kobe models. So if you guys are a part of sneaker history, I know, Robbie, you, you know him, but Ian Stonebrook just did a piece on the, I guess, the Stormtrooper KB1 or Crazy One, but... I just received information from uh, some affiliate things I do in regards to the Crazy 97, which is supposed to be releasing on the 21st. Both those shoes are supposed to be released on the 21st. There is no, like, I don't understand what they're supposed to be doing, but I'm just happy that these are going to be coming back out because these old Adidas offerings from Kobe are something of classic. And I think, really, they, they can go down in, in, in sneaker lore because that's when that's when Proby was around, you know? That's when he was really coming to his own, becoming that that on court predator out there, just going, just cooking anybody who, who who wanted it. And I just really hope they hope they do the st- stories and the marketing that I think it deserves because there was a lot behind it. I know there's probably some stipulations because they can't even call him the KBs anymore because of his Nike contract, which is of course now up and running again. But with no Nike Kobe's out in the foreseeable future, which I can see, this is a perfect time, I think, for Adidas to really come in and tell those old stories as much as possible because I'm super excited for both of these models to to release. I'm really trying for both. Um, But at the same time, this crazy 97 model, the color they're bringing out is absolute um, dog crap. Um, I love you, Adidas, but this was just not the way to go with the colors. I mean, I'm going to speak my truth. I don't want you guys to, to, to think I'm hating, but... The silver, blue, orange, they call it the all-star color. I, I, did he wear that in the all-star game? That that color? That is that is the kicker. So the all-star was a Lakers colorway. It was black, 
purple, okay. a little bit of yellow. Um, not that shoe. Uh, well, got it flipped. More purple, black. So it's, yeah. it's Lakers. Purple, black. Yeah, I know yellow, what you're talking about. White. Um, but yeah, you're you're on the nail. It's like what? It's like that meme, of that 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 monkey in the statue, um, in the museum. It's just like the you know like the furry internet talk you know what i'm talking about but it's just like why because i mean the the eqt elevation um is what it was initially called uh back in 97 really really more level playing field in terms of footwear right so um, everybody's coming with hits reebok just dropped you know the question and the answer back in the back Nike has Jordan doing his thing, mm-hmm. Penny doing his thing at Nike, and then Adidas is able, even though it's not exactly a Kobe signature shoe, they're able to put this new model on an 18-year-old in the dunk contest and have it be iconic. How that's not the first colorway to drop in any kind of, even the black and white one, um, there's a lot of ways you can go. I just don't think a new colorway is the, the way to start from the jump. Yeah, I'm right there with you, and I know there's a lot of things because I think some just told me that Adidas is being very wary of just being, hey, maybe the shoe's not going to make it in time for us to get it to the public on this day, so maybe we don't want to, you know, talk about it so much. I mean, there is that one story unconfirmed, like Robbie mentioned, um, but it's just so weird. I mean, and the reason I say this is because if you guys are LeBron, you know, and T Mac fans, if you were anything like me a few months back. You notice that there was supposed to be the uh, St. Vincent St. Mary pack that was supposed to drop all in one day. It never happened, but they started trickling into the Adidas website randomly. They didn't say anything about it. They just kind of put them in there. We're still missing the pro model supposed to be uh, supposedly in there as well. But just really trying to – I don't want this to be the precedent of us having to be on the website just refreshing over and over um, because – I really don't have time for that. I mean, I know real fans out there want to get them, I guess. On the flip side, if no one knows, you can go get them without having to deal with the, the bots out there. But I just want to know. So true. I can, you know, Very true. I, I want to know if, I, can I, if I'm going to spend money, I, I mean, need to know when I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, to quote a rapper from Charlotte who did not keep Kobe Bryant. They traded for Vladi Divac to Baby. Um, we needed some stuff with some bop in it. Right, we need so there was a, we need a little bop in it, and and it's like these ninety sevens, as I will keep calling them, the EQT elevations. We need some bop in it. Like it, it doesn't have that. There's going to be a lot of great colorways. This one isn't even bad. This one just feels more like of akin to like a a kid's colorway, yeah. not particularly bad, not at all, but just not what I'm looking for. There's so much coming out, and we'll talk more about the homie Ian and his check out his stuff. He's doing um, over at boardroom. It's insanely good. Uh, we'll talk more about the Kobe in a moment here, but there's going to be so many options and so many avenues for Adidas, you know, to take when it comes to this Kobe stuff. None of it's going to be called Kobe stuff, but we all know <laughs> what it is because, you know, the TikTok era listeners, they don't remember how like just, Kobe was on like teen bot magazines. Kobe, like there was no coverage like that. There's no social media, obviously, mm-hmm. but Kobe sur- came up and 
came into the league at a time where you had to like you had to play you had to play on the court to get noticed, right? There, there's no like, you know, you're the you're the thirteenth pick nowadays. Um, you get some like you know little little deals and stuff just from being a pick. Yeah. You can not even really pan out the first two years. You might get paid doing some other stuff. Kobe broke into the scene. He didn't like walk in. He broke the door down and was like, "I'm here. I'm gonna airball threes in the playoffs against Utah. I'm gonna do some stuff." I'm going to make an ass of myself sometimes, but I'm going to get better. And it's like he, he grew. This was all growing era Kobe, yeah. um, alluding, alluding to the Adidas stuff. Like this is – think about listener where you were when you were 18 to like 23. Like, well, 23, 20, uh, you know, 24 for Kobe. But like that's growing years. You're definitely a different man, woman, person yeah. than you were when you came into that era. So – this is when Kobe was this becoming Kobe. You have his first real signature shoe come out in 97, 98. And this is one of two that I personally want to see above any other Kobe model. The EQT is great. It's my third or fourth favorite of, you know, the quote unquote Kobe stuff. Yeah. But uh, the KB8 or Crazy 8 from 97, 98, uh, that is, that's one of the joints, man. I'm really mad. I didn't buy any of those retros as they've done USC. They've done Dame. They've done Derrick Rose. They've done so many just had to for the sake of colorways and versions. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? It's just, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas. So many great looks. But just, Mike, tell people about that shoe you're, t- you're holding there. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's one I think we need to get. Yeah, so this is a crazy eight. So this one was done so funny story about it is that this was supposed to be a part of the 2012 christmas it actually came out in 2013 which is very weird i don't know why they did it basically two years in a row excuse me but again if you know the movie uh, nightmare before christmas you have the jack skeleton kind of shoelaces here but this is just one of those classic models i think this one's a little harder to wear nowadays because this is the epitome of chunky but i think it's just such a cool just nod to hey this is one of the shoes that kobe wore like robbie i just got lucky at one of our awesome discord members was clearing out his collection clearing his closet and old stuff so he sent these my way because they're my size but i wish i would have kept some of those retros because i had the black with the purple and yellow accents i had the all blues only ones i never had the Derek roses which today i wish i bought because they um they are very expensive on a resale market for some reason but they even still i mean have Kobe's number on there because they were KB8 at the time. But again, when he moved to Nike, they had to call it the crazy aid. So it still has those little nods to Kobe, but we just, uh, we just gotta, gotta get do it this way. I guess now. And I'll get it whatever way. So the yeah. black and white is really what I want. Yeah. Same way. I really want this, a black and white pair of Shaq Gnosis's Shaq Nosai. Um, <laughs> but this, of them. The KB8 feet you wear. And what's interesting is the feet you wear technology that is used all throughout the late 90s with Adidas stopped and it didn't keep going because Adidas got in like disputes, like manufacturing disputes with the company who was producing the midsoles. So they had to stop using them. And that actually brings me to the shoe you were just talking about a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, The one Ian Stonebrook wrote a great article about. And that's the Kobe, right? I think mm-hmm. the best 
Adidas Kobe shoe ever made. One of the ugliest shoes ever made, but I think it's one of the most important, awesome shoes ever made, right? You can be, you know, you know how many rock stars aren't that pretty, but they're still rock stars. <laughs> but they're still talented. That's my example. Like the Kobe, they're so talented. They have a mystique about them. They have a performance, you know, they're great on stage, but you know, not everybody has a great face. And I think the Kobe is one of those like black sheep in footwear history, but like black sheep have gone on to do great things. And Kobe won two championships. He liked it so much. He kept that shoe on for two NBA finals. He won the 2000 and 2001 finals wearing the Kobe. And, um, you know, just the memories from those playoff runs, him, you know, the baggy Laker shorts, just the baggier era of clothing and uniform sense. Just so, so fucking tight. I mean, they're, they're, they're so cool, right? They're based off the Audi TT. Do you think they're as ugly as I think, but they're awesome at the same time? Like, I don't, what unique. are your thoughts? I don't think they're ugly. Now, the Kobe 2, the one with the shroud over the top, that one's absolutely, woof. But yeah. I still, I'll still add it to the collection because, again, it has that, that value to it, a sentimental and that, just that history to it. But the Kobe is one of those shoes I wish I would have bought when they were sitting on shelves at like 40, 50 bucks. I remember the Sunshine pair came out. It had to be like 2015, 2014 when they were releasing those. And just didn't, I, they were one of the ones like, oh, they'll go down cheaper. They'll get cheaper. And I just never got around to buying it. And now I kick myself because I won them before that. Now I know this may be a bit of a challenge to get these. Um, hoping not, but I'm really looking forward to that shoe. That's again, along with the answer one, that would be the, if I can get that one just cleared away, I'm, I'm rocking these freaking basketball shoes all summer. I just hope the rest of them all don't wear a bit more comfortable with either uh, bounce or with some kind of boost insert would be nice. Mm-hmm. It's so 2000. It's like, mm-hmm. think about the design of like Game Boy colors, right? It's so <laughs> such a 2000s thing, the Kobe. So you kind of brought up two points that I wanted to end the episode on. So the Kobe two, um, from, I believe it came out in 2001 or 2002, mm-hmm. um, that he won the third championship wearing that shoe is what's most important of the three Pete. Um, is the USA colorway, if they were to release that, is that like ironic at this point? Cause you know, I feel like a lot of us aren't feeling America the same way that we used to. And like the, <laughs> that Kobe two mule is aggressively USA. The pair he gave to LeBron James. Um, it's the actual flag. Would you wear that now in 2022, 23? I don't, I wouldn't wear it. But for just the NBA connections, both him and LeBron, I just at least have to add it to the collection. I don't think I would ever put it on my foot. Just I, even like taking aside from the craziness that we live in, that's just an ugly shoe with an ugly design. <laughs> I would take them and I would wear the hell out of them. Those we things would get them and so much play. I would get weird looks. I would bike. I mean, I think those shoes would be really great for getting in and out of the pool. Like you slide them in, slide them off. <laughs> Uh, I'm not just playing like you're right. They're aggressive. The stormtrooper pair, um, you know, the white, those are a little less crazy, but, uh, I'm not referring to the Kobe stormtrooper. There's, there's also a white, I think it's like a gray or silver toe. There's a silver one. There's a white one, uh, the USA one. And there's also a yellow one. There's, I think there's four and a black one. So it's like five colors. Yeah. But man, the USA, I think it's kind of just funny. 
It is at this funny. point. It's so <laughs> it's so American. <laughs> it's like, more comical at this point of anything. You to have the sound effect. It's like F yeah. I had that <laughs> from like, Team America playing America. constantly <laughs> over and over again. Um, and then the second question I wanted to end the episode on, um, I totally forgot what it was. Uh, <laughs> you said something that, that got me thinking about it. That'd be a really good topic. Uh, no, it. it's uh, not even about. Uh, Oh, I know what it is. So, I mean, the Kobe is, I think, more historical mm-hmm. than anything. I think the only reason why we're going to have competition to get that shoe is because resellers understand Kobe Bryant fans will pay money for Kobe Bryant things. Mm-hmm. So they'll buy it to flip it. But just looking at, like, the Jordan market, the general Jordan market, not the Travis Scott one lows, uh, it's the general stuff out there has for the most part evened out it's not very aggressive Shh, don't tell them anymore no. some no, things still are don't jinx us. <laughs> you don't have to tell everybody but i personally think that it's going to be a little bit smoother than like if this shoe released you know right after kobe's death yeah uh, it's well, going to be pretty smooth but, i mean nike kobe stuff is still mad expensive like uh pro tros at least in my size are like Still six hundred bucks for Depending like a Kobe color, five pro I mean, like the pair I have, like the All Star. Those are, I mean, still way too much for what that shoe is. But yeah, a lot of some of it's kind of coming down a little bit, a little bit. Like Kobe ones and Kobe sixes that aren't Grinches are coming down a bit. But all the fives are still out, outrageously expensive for some reason. Um, but just um, I don't know. I, I'm still I'm in the same kind of school of thought as you, though, Robbie. I don't think this shoe's coming out on the twenty first. I don't. I don't think either of them are. I mean, if they do, I'd be really surprised because there's nothing on any, like, I got that one release schedule, but there's nothing about the Kobe one. I don't, I don't, I'm going to keep my eye open tomorrow, which is going to be 21st after we record this, but. Yeah, it's very interesting. I don't care when it drops. Just let us know clearly, retailers, Adidas, whoever's telling me, let us know clearly because I will be buying. You can have my money. You can Take has it. it. You don't. You can't have it. You can has it. Uh, but you know that's all we really wanted to get to today. A um, little bit of Iverson talk. A little bit of Kobe talk. Always a fun conversation. Mm-hmm. I smell a my starting five coming up soon. Uh, probably both of these athletes. Maybe uh, Adidas and Nike Kobe, and maybe a my starting five of Allen Iverson shoes with Reebok. So listeners, tune in later for that. But Mike, where can they find? Fresh reviews of fresh shoes, reviews. like those questions you showed us earlier. Yeah, man. You can find these fresh reviews at uh, YouTube at Mike Guillory. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789. Of course, you can always find me here with, with my partner in crime, the other two homies as well, uh, Nick and Roy, who couldn't make it today. But I was a sneaker history, man. Always and always. You can find me at R-A-H-B-E-E-702. And also sneaker history. Thanks so much, you fine listener, for tuning in. And have a great rest of your day. Peace out. See everybody. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question. And get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. 
If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.